Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today's podcast is sponsored by Hairburst. Loved by the A-listers, the brand aims to condition hair from the inside out to promote faster growth and healthier hair. Whether you're stranded damage from color or excessive styling, their products are specially formulated with high-quality nutrients for the best effects, from their luxe shampoo and conditioners right through to their vitamin supplements. Keen to try the range? Hairburst are offering Sheerlux readers 20% off when they use the code SHEER20 at hairburst.com. You can also find the products on Holland & Barrett, Boots and Superdrug. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Becky Hull, Lou Half, and Lisa Potter-Dixon. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Lisa, lovely to have you, as Thank always. You. you were just telling us you've just done a whistle-stop trip to New York. Yeah, 60 hours in New York, which myself and Lou were just saying is actually probably the optimal time yeah. to go for, actually. When people say to me they've gone to New York for like 10 days, I'm thinking, what are <laughs> you doing? And do you have a bottomless pit of cash? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so true. true. So, true. <laughs> so yeah, it was brilliant. I went for work, but I had a lot of fun too. Good. Where are your hotspots, your favourite places in New York? I always stay in the Ludlow. Oh, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. The bathrooms are just like, so just stay for the bathrooms. Yeah. It's so amazing. Definitely. And it's Lower East Side, so it's really cool. It's kind of, if you compare it to London, I suppose, more of an East London yeah. vibe, right? And you walk out and there's the best coffee shops, the best boutique clothes shops. Next door to Reformation. Yeah. Yes, and also the Frankie shop. Oh, yeah. You know my jumpsuit? I've got this, um, like, Oh, that amazing green jumpsuit. jumpsuit. Yeah, that's where I got it from. The hotel's literally next door oh to that God. shop. Okay, that's <laughs> so, yeah, it's the place to stay, I would say. I'm Good. desperate to go to New York. You've never been, have I've you? I've never, ever what? been. Wow. And it's massively on Becky. the... T- yeah, I know, guys, I know. Lisa was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, you can get flights for, like, 300 yeah, quid. Yeah, Norwegian Airways. Yeah. Super, super cheap. Pop myself on. I need to yeah, get going. Add that to your bucket list, Becky. Yeah, You've I got need to, to get there. But you probably will need longer than three days because you're going to have fine. a lot of tourists. Because I've never done it, yeah. yeah. How's everybody else? How are your weekends? Yeah, it was really good. We had Gay Pride in Brighton. You so did. it has been a colourful weekend. Yes. And super, super fun. I mean, the parade is always incredible. Kylie was performing this year. And actually, I've noticed Gay Pride in Brighton is getting huge. Like They now have street parties. You pay 20 quid for them. It's just getting quite wild but in the nicest possible way it's very friendly and fun so could I just say something like that I saw that was negative and you can tell me if it's true because yeah. you were there that they didn't have any access for anyone that was disabled and everyone that was disabled was basically put in this area where you couldn't even see the stage and it was so disappointing because it's such an amazing event so I didn't go to see Kylie oh, so okay. I, I didn't know that but if that's true well I'm guessing that is true that's awful I mean I'm sure it will change because it's such a celebration yeah. isn't it and I, it, I think it's got so big so fast. I know that sounds stupid because it's been going for years but it has suddenly got yeah. massive and I wonder if they just weren't prepared but that is bad. Weird, that is right? very that bad. What's it, there was no wheelchair access. Yeah, yeah so this guy on Twitter just basically posted that his mum's dream was to go to oh, a no. gay pride and she travelled 400 miles <gasps> and then she was in her wheelchair oh, and she couldn't God. see oh, anything and like, it was really bad because he was saying it is such an incredible day and Brighton is one of the best right I've mm. been to Brighton it was, it's so yeah. amazing and 
he just said, yeah, there was no access. So I said, hopefully, shame on them. They should sort that out yeah. next year because it's so I mean, that important. definitely should have been sorted as yeah. well. So, yeah. yeah, shame on you, Brighton. But what did fun. you wear? Do you know what? I actually was down there for my brother's 30th. So we were dressed up quite a bit, not in loads of colour, but everyone was down there with full-on glitter, like all the gemstones. It's more festival vibes. Yeah. Everyone is dressed like they're at a festival. And in the actual parade, you always see this one guy who goes down head to toe in full-on leather, long sleeve leather. <laughs> I look at him every year and I'm like, oh. It was quite a warm day on Saturday. Yeah, very sweaty situation. Dedication. But yeah, super fun, super colourful and always just lifts your mood. So it's nice. Good. Lou? I did a bit of like ab mini bits this weekend, but I did watch Queer Eyes. Yeah. Like the easiest thing for me to like pick up and watch and just always makes me so sad and so <laughs> happy at the same time. I was going to say, I think it's the best feel good escapism yeah. on TV. And also, I think this season's been one of my favourites. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Which one's your best so far? I love the one with the guy in the wheelchair. Let my favourite is Kenny. Kenny. The old guy. Oh, oh, Kenny oh, on Kenny. Kenny. Oh, he looks so handsome when they removed his so moustache. Oh, I got to Kenny. Yeah. I think Karama has come into his own a bit this season as well like he's done some amazing things this time around and actually when you read about him off Queer Eye he's done some amazing things off of Queer Eye he's helped a lot with knife crime like he's pretty impressive off the show but yeah I mean, it is all about Bobby and his it skills, is. isn't it? Let's be honest. I think it was since um, Karama got rid of that tattooed hairline. Did anyone ah, notice yes. that? Yes, my no. boyfriend picked up on that. Well, last series, it was almost like drawn on hairline. I thought he was getting kind of that hair implant thing done. And now he's gone just back to his lovely body oh. hair. Yeah. Interesting. But you should look. It was like it was painted. It was really weird. Oh, not a good look. No, not no. a good vibe. I'm going to see Anthony live <gasps> in September. What? Yes. I remember you saying Ben has booked yeah, Anthony Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going because... Ben is like I feel like this is probably something I should be more worried about but Ben is Anthony's like biggest fan he's obsessed with him <laughs> I think it's just kind of like that's the kind of guy that all the guys want to be you know yeah. he's this like cool New York guy he's like always in so Equinox he yeah. eats really good food I don't know Ben's <laughs> obsessed with him and I think he's got a book coming out with recipes I mean god knows what I mean the guy just makes guacamole doesn't he so <laughs> I don't know what's going to be in this book but yeah and he's doing a series of tours to promote it and so yeah we're going to see him at the South Bank Centre so Lisa obviously because you're here we're going to talk beauty and first up is how to take care of your skin on a long haul flight so the lovely Caroline Barnes wrote us a piece to tell us how your skin should survive all that cabin humidity yeah so Becky start us off what were her tips so she actually I think what I like about this is hers isn't super extensive because you know some people are Mm. like I get out my sheet mask I get out my balms hers is literally she just is big on keeping your skin really clean not suffocating it with makeup I think that's just her vibe it's just not what she wants to do and then she also mentioned how airplane cabins have extremely dry air from low humidity and 20% low humidity so you do really need to keep up so what does humidity do to your skin it dries it out just zaps it of all it's much needed moisture and her thing is basically on repeat she does her skincare she sprays it with a hyaluronic acid mist and she pretty much does that on rotation throughout the flight how many times would one need to do that on a flight how many hours every hour probably there you go I would say if you're going to do a mist about every hour it depends where you're flying to really but exactly you know I think that what she says completely true in terms of don't clog your skin do not wear makeup on a flight do not turn up to the airport with makeup on if you can even yeah. if it's like a afternoon flight. if you're going to our beef friend you're like I've got to look glad don't because so that was one of my questions What's yeah. this is obviously about a long haul flight but even if you're getting on a plane for two hours no makeup oh my god I literally am obsessed <laughs> with doing my skincare on a plane I think it's the amount of air hostesses I've scared by having a oh shoe 
mask on. I'm like, oh, you are a sheep mask I would probably have to sit next to you and be like, oh, what she doing? I'm so fascinated by what other people do on airplanes when there's something interesting other than like a crossword. I feel like skincare on a plane has become really big. Anyone who follows Naomi Campbell will have seen that recently. What is the word? She kind of detoxifies her entire space. The whole Yes. I mean, some people take it very seriously. Okay, so seriously, not even on a short haul flight. I don't wear makeup when I'm flying at all because I think taking off your makeup on a plane is a bit of a nightmare. Mm. I personally don't use facial wipes, so then I would want to take a cleansing balm, etc. You know, all the brands do minis now. You know, if you're looking at one of my favourites, the Elemis Pro Collagen, they do like a mini version. But you're going to have to go to the toilet and rinse it, and that's just a hassle. I prefer to do what Caroline said and, you know, use your spray. But also for me, sheet masks are the most hydrating way to keep your skin really fresh and dewy. And then my secret weapon, actually I was speaking to you about this the other day, folks, is the Walida skin oh, food. The best. That is I keep the seeing best. this popping up everywhere at the moment. Like, mm. why is it so good? And what, what is it? Okay, firstly, it's like eight quid. It is an intensive moisturiser that you can use anywhere on your body. But it's first, it's been out for years and years and years. And it is just so intense that it just rehydrates your skin instantly. Now, I wouldn't personally recommend using it every single day because it's quite heavy. They do do a lighter version, but for flights and for traveling, it is incredible. I posted a picture of a flight being like, just landed. I had so many messages of people saying, how does your skin look so glowing and hydrated? I was like, it's that. It's the Walida. And also then I put it on my hands, put it on my elbows. You know, you put it anywhere, you get dry patches. And is that something you would only need to apply once on the flight because it's so no, effective? No, I you still... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just literally chuck it off. And then if someone's next to me, I'm like, do you want a bit? No, I actually do. People are looking at me, I'm like, oh, I've got a spare face mask. Do you want one? Oh, you've got a dream seat. <laughs> and has it got like hyaluronic or has it got any of those things in it? It's literally just pure... Yeah, it's just pure okay. hydration. It's uncomplicated okay. yeah. skincare. I use Embrolease and I feel like that almost is the same that's quite thick yeah. yes. you can sort of really layer that on but I feel like I can't do that too much otherwise I sort of start to rub my face and I get like it sort of rubs Pilling. off do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. Like bits of excess moisture and skin mm. let's get back to sheet masks a second yeah. what are your favourites Solista is my all time favourite so they do one that's a super hydration mm-hmm. one and then they do a calm and correct one because a lot of people's skin is affected by flying if you have quite sensitive skin and you get a lot of rosacea and redness etc so that's a really good one for that but their super hydration one is my favourite now there's a lot of serum in it so it's very wet if you want a dry mask and the Charlotte Tilbury face mask which is completely dry but still gives you the hydration it's really smart and how much is the Solista one I think it's about £6 but I usually buy them in a pack of five for about 20 quid (laughs) Becky she masks any favourites yes so I love the body shop do some really good ones now and most of them are biodegradable so that is always a win win they have a really nice vitamin C one but like Lisa the same brand well, so for years they do amazing ones and they also have like feet ones yes they're they the have best. it for absolutely everything now yeah. so really do check the brand out for the top of your feet or for the soles of your like feet like little boots like a sock and a hand foot one as well yeah. so you could yeah, just sit on the plane yeah. hands feet face <laughs> done honestly oh, they are better maybe you don't need to go to the toilet no sort of emergencies such a nice brand though okay good to know and what about once you've landed is there any kind of after 
aftercare involved having flown? Can you go away and put your makeup on straight away? Is there anything you'd recommend doing post-flight? I mean, you can go and put your makeup on straight away if you want to. You know, at the end of the day, you've not had makeup on for however many hours and you've really prepped your skin. So it's almost perfect to put mm. your makeup on then. But if you can leave it and then just go and have a hot shower or bath. I personally, if I'm going long haul, this sounds so bougie. <laughs> I'll go and try and have like a foot or leg massage. Because mm-hmm. when I fly, my feet do swell up mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. So if you're going somewhere, there is a local place to get a massage and I always go for like even 10 minutes but from a skin kind of point of view you can put your makeup straight on if you want yeah I think actually in this piece Caroline Barnes said the one thing she'd put on is the Trini London BFF cream because it's tinted it's really sheer mm-hmm. so I think you kind of can just put a little bit of something on yeah. if you're like yeah because that's the thing sometimes you get off a plane and you're arriving in a hotel oh, I know. And, like, oh, and you look, like look so yeah. washed out yeah I agree yeah okay, so tinted moisturizer good point yeah. do you have any other wellness tips people often say also to exercise fairly soon after a long flight don't they yeah your circulation flowing is there anything else that you do on planes I know my parents always put tea tree oil like in their nostrils because obviously they're really ill on aeroplanes so yeah yeah, it catches germs I Um, take first defence with me mm -hmm. that's always when I'm on a plane even though I'm feeling absolutely fine I'll always take first defence so like you'll do it on the plane yeah like maybe every couple of hours interesting so that's a nasal spray that does the same thing basically doesn't it yeah exactly I like that no not really now I'm hearing all these tips I'm like oh my god I really need to upgrade Mm. my plane regime what do you do with your hair? Because you've got long hair. So what do you do? Do you just chuck it up? No, yeah. I mean, if I put my hair like up in like a scrunchie, it just completely like changes then the shape of my hair if I then take it down. When I had long hair, I would always do two loose plaits, mm. even though I'd look a bit crazy. Okay. Even though you've got a natural wave in your hair, then when you take your hair out, it's just like Oh really, God, yeah. I completely agree. And actually, when I went on holiday and had long hair once, I, this sounds really bougie as well. I went to the Topshop Hersheson's braid bar just to get it braided so that when you get off the plane, your hair's done for <laughs> yeah. like three days. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true though. Yeah, it won't last it. Got my money's worth. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, if you are looking for more beauty tips for when you're flying and how to look after your skin, then have a look at Caroline's piece on the site. Right, Lisa. Summer's hottest makeup colours. This is the feature that you wrote for the site. I feel like you must have chosen your eyeliner subconsciously anyway, knowing that we were going to be talking about this today. How do we do colour in summer? You don't shy away from colour, do you? I mean, definitely not. Uh, Yeah, the complete opposite. Yeah, so for me, having a pop of colour, it shouldn't have to just be in summer, but whether it be changing up your blusher colour, do you know what I've become obsessed with again recently is the Daniel Sandler watercolour blush. Something that's really sheer, but just adds a different pop of colour that you're not used to wearing so if you always wear a pink blush go for a coral instead or just using a bright lipstick whether you just pat that onto your lips so that you're getting like just a wash of color rather than doing a full color Mm -hmm. i right now have on the fenty blue eyeliner and i love colorful eyeliner again a really playful way to do it but i think it's just about experimenting if you're unsure of what kind of tone to go for jewel tones are always best on literally every skin tone. So if you think about, you know, whether it be an emerald or a royal blue or something like jewel tones, perfect. Okay. Let's start with the basics. So blush, yeah. that's quite an easy one to try, right? Yes. So does jewel tones apply to that as well? No, I would say with blusher, go for the opposite of what you usually wear. Only because if you always wear pink, you can get another pink, but it's still pink. Mm. So it's still going to... So essentially, does that mean you can wear any colour? There's not like, if you're this type of tone, you should wear a pink one or a coral one. Because if you can switch 
chips, then because I'm not like I don't think I wear a pink blusher, and I really don't think like a red blusher suits me. But maybe an orange would. So yes. it's just about finding a different one that still works for you. It's the tone of the color. Okay. So let's say okay, we said orange. Obviously, under oranges, there's peach, there's corals, mm-hmm. there's oranges, yeah. etc. Lou, you'd look amazing in more of a peachy coral tone, so okay. more of like a pastel yeah. type orange. Yeah. And then Charlotte, you'd look more in a brighter mm. tone because you've got more of an olive complexion. Mm-hmm. So it's just experimenting and trying to and bank that one. <laughs> but it's the same when it comes to lipsticks as well, you know, you just got to think about trying new things. Pick it up, put it on. Okay. Becky, you like a bright lip. I love a bright lip and a bit like Lisa, I love a bright cheek actually. I think you've seen yeah. these, the new Milk Glow Oil the Lip best. and Cheeks are so nice and I think it's about finding colours that are bright but again, very sheer so when you put it on it never translates how you think it's going to. That's so true actually because sometimes you'll look at something in the, like Glossier yeah. exactly. towel paint that like when you see it in a bottle it's like a scary yeah. colour but actually So I think it's about knowing what your limit is with formulas as well but more often than not you can get away with more than you can think and I'm like the palest of the pale so if I can do it anyone Especially can. night out as well when you're not in like broad daylight yeah. I feel like you can get away with it and also like I guess with beauty like, with makeup like it's for a night or it's for a couple of hours like you can take it off and change it so easily yeah. Yeah. so why not just try it and have yeah. it Yeah, that's the beauty of it okay let's talk eyes yeah so yours is amazing today <laughs> I, mean, I love the colour thank you um, but some people would be scared to try a real bold if you are scared what can you try what's like a kind of there's baby steps well there's loads of coloured mascaras out at the moment but again real deep jewel tones mm-hmm. so Shiseido have just brought some out and they've got really beautiful purples and greens mm-hmm. Nyx have also got some amazing ones so I just think that if you want to try something get a coloured mascara even if you wear it over the top of your black mascara Mm -hmm. or just press it into the tips of the lashes just to give a little something something then do that but that's the easiest way to add a pop of colour obviously you can add colourful eyeshadows which is a bit more scary (laughs) I love what you've got yeah me too I mean all of you could do that particularly all all your eye colours as well it would just make your eyes stand out so do you need to think about your eye colour for me personally it's more about your skin tone when it comes to picking colour but if you're, you're like me and you're wearing this I've got really kind of a pale but bright blue is it's a cornflower yes, blue it yeah. is that's exactly what it is then on any kind of blue or lighter eyes it does look okay really great although I've got green eyes so I'm <laughs> <laughs> is there any colour to avoid on your eyes like I feel like a red would look quite scary or like a yellow too much or no you can really just there's me going no <laughs> chuck it all off do you know people think red and pinks are really scary but actually when they're done right they look amazing I wouldn't wear them as a eyeliner I'd wear it as like a wash of colour on okay. the eye but you want to make sure your skin's quite warm in terms of putting your bronzer on Mm -hmm. if you're going to wear a colour like that. And I would say... Honestly, if you're going to, if you're really worried, either go for a really pastely colour or again that jewel tone. Try not to go in between. Okay. okay. And do you think about what you're wearing, like the rest of your look? No. <laughs> but you have to. So is it a coincidence that you're wearing a fabulous blue hairband with your blue eyeliner? Can I honestly tell you that I literally didn't think about the two and then put them on and was like, oh, yeah, they match. Happy coincidence. They just match. You can absolutely think about what you're wearing, of course. You know. But for me, the great thing about makeup is that it does look brilliant if it matches or clashes yeah. with what you're wearing. But like you're wearing quite a neutral outfit. Yeah. So I feel like the colour pop on like your eyes and your headband, like that's like your fun thing. So if you're wearing like bright floral dress or bright colour,
colours, would you pair back the colours or would I you? Feel like, I, mean, I feel like we all may. <laughs> I mean, this is me. I'm well, like, yeah, no. I think it's just an uncharacteristic outfit. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's probably what's on the floor. Yeah. So I woke up. No, but you're right. If you're not used to wearing colour and then you do have something on that, say, a really beautiful floral dress, yeah. wear a lipstick instead. Okay. Don't go for something necessarily on the eyes. Just baby steps if you're unsure, but also try it because like you said earlier, Luke, you can just take it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the key thing. It is only makeup. And do you know what? It is the quickest way to transform your entire look and the cheapest way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, you know, have a play. And also the other thing I would say is if you found a lipstick that you adore, put it on as a blusher as well. So multi-use your products. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. multi-use your products. Like that. One more question. If you are going to do something colourful and bold, what should you be doing with the rest of your makeup look? Should you go quite bare-faced or is that going to make it look even more stand out? Like, what is the way to to handle your full look? I personally much prefer a natural skin in a way. I'm not about heavy makeup on the skin. I mean, everyone here's foundation looks beautiful. And I think that's really important to keep that dewiness and that freshness. You know, you've got some incredible products out there. Just to think of a few, you know, the It CC cream mm-hmm. is what I'm wearing right oh, now. Oh, is it? Yeah, no, it? yeah, no, that's absolutely brilliant. You know, you can, uh, the Glossier Stretch Concealer, you know, you can put a concealer all over your face, but do it lightly yeah. and that's going to give you a beautiful finish too. And then things like, I mean, this is again, this is a bit pricey, but the Chanel Balm Essential is insanely oh, beautiful stick. yeah it's love. amazing yeah absolutely love it's that. got a concealer stick so this is a highlighter stick but it's more transparent yeah so when you put it on it gives you the most incredible glow but doing something like that over on your cheeks yeah. just makes your whole complexion look mm. dewy Fresh. i tried it on endeavors the other day and it honestly i just felt like a different it's person. like mm. and this is dumbing it down a bit but it's like vaseline in yeah. the best possible way yeah. be not so but, sticky. Uh, but yeah. not sticky and just really balmy it's so Nice. It's incredible. Actually, if you see it, you should get it because it's like been sold out. Yeah. Months. And it's really nice when you mix it in with glitter as well. Yes, it oh, is. The dream. But just keeping everything fresh. That's really key. Remember that your foundation is there to look like your skin. Your concealer is there to cover any dilemmas. So you want to be doing a light foundation and then using your concealer in those areas that you want to hide. Okay. Well, for more of Lisa's tips on pulling off colour, then do have a look at the piece on the site. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bit more beauty now. <laughs> Becky, you wrote a feature on the best stateside beauty brands to have on your radar. Lisa, fresh back from New York. Hopefully you'll have some recommendations yeah, too. Yeah, hopefully um, some not on the list. So are these new brands that are coming from America that we should know about? Some new, some have been here for quite a while, but I thought we'd do a roundup because stateside beauty, I think, tends to get a little bit overlooked and there is a lot 
out there on the market. But no, I'd say the majority of these have been around a while, but it's kind of just refreshing everyone's minds of what is out there. And one of my absolute favourites is Jouer Cosmetics. Yes. Um, they have some brilliant Californian cool products that I absolutely love. What does that mean? What kind of thing? Like, you know, when you think of California girls, their skin is all sort of golden and quite pared back, but they look glossy mm-hmm. and they look kind of caramelly. That's how I describe it. And that is what I think their products really reflect. And they're all cruelty-free with quite a few vegan options on offer too. I was going to ask about that because flicking through this piece, so many of them seem to be either yeah. about sustainability or cruelty-free. Is that quite a big thing being pushed by the States at the moment? I think it is. I think wellness infuses quite a lot of American beauty products. I don't mm. know if you'd agree, Lisa. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's a real lifestyle in certain parts of America, mm. and particularly when you're looking at like California, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's what... The kids these days. (laughs) No, but it's much more relevant now because people really care about it. So I think that eventually all brands are going to have to up their their game. (laughs) I think one of the newest actually to flag is Kozas Beauty. Have you seen this? No, I don't think I have. So it's really, really new to the UK and it was founded by actually an LA artist, not makeup artist, she is an artist. And she designed it again with a zero waste philosophy. Everything is like a capsule wardrobe for your makeup. So it's very much streamlined of the things you really need. that's it. How do they do that for different people's skin tones and faces? Is it like so the casual wardrobe for each skin tone? No, no. So what I mean is in the actual range on offer, there's only like a tinted face cream. There's only like a blusher. So there's only... But, but they have all those got in a variety shapes. of colours. Exactly, yeah. But it's the idea is it's all you need in one range like for your that. makeup kit. How do you spell it? So it's spelled K-O-S-A-S. Beauty. And where would you find it? And you can find that on Colt Beauty. It's just landed there. So definitely worth Price checking point? out. Price point is anywhere sort of from £40 to 25 So reasonable, but obviously still a little on the spenny side. But the products really last. They're quite thick consistencies, but in a really good way. You get good coverage. Good to know. Uh, Lisa, any favourite stateside beauty brands to know? Do you know what? I think that they're all over here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With Colt Beauty, I think that, you know, it's obviously the leader in bringing over brands. I mean, mm. I remember when I used to go to America and I'd be in Sephora for hours. Yeah. Mm. Um, and now I find it really hard to find brands that aren't over here. But I must say the Sephora own range makeup is brilliant and the price point of it is amazing you know like you're looking at a eyeliner for ten dollars which is about Mm. eight quid but the product is brilliant I actually think what Sephora have probably done is looked at all of their best-selling products yeah Yeah, they've got good data haven't they yeah Yeah. and then gone oh we're gonna make that yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, so if if people always say to me what should I get in Sephora and I'm like do you know what with the pound and the dollar there's not much difference anymore I would buy from a site like Cult Beauty Beauty Bay whatever and but I would get Sephora own brands Interesting. including their face masks which are again oh, amazing okay. another one that I really like which I've just discovered is Make which is available on Net-A-Porte and really good price point they've got an amazing it's sort of like a lip balm slash highlighter oh, yeah you were using which that I, yeah I just put like on my cheeks like a little bit on my cupid's bow on my nose and it's so nice and possibly one of the most Instagrammable brands again very very chic isn't it Make yeah. like M-A-K-E yeah, yeah all in okay. caps yeah Lou you're quite secretly into your beauty I'm really she, really she loves you it are. I'm comp- 
completely fascinated by it. So I've always like, I'll come in the morning and be like, Becky, like, <laughs> just seen this thing, like, tell me about it. I'm really, really fascinated. It's good. I love it when people are like, oh my God, have you said this? And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I just like being told what to do, which is why it's yeah. so nice. Yeah. I really love it. <laughs> okay, good. Finally, are there any brands in the States that we can't get here yet that you're excited to launch if they came here? Or that we should be looking at if we go to the States? I think the last one for me was Milk Makeup and then now they're And that's here. here. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say, it's only this year, wasn't yeah. it? And before that, everyone used to just be like, I want milk so bad. Yeah. Is Gucci Westman here? Yes. Yes, yes Gucci's yeah. here. And actually, really nice stuff. Yeah, I've heard Really nice foundation. Yeah. It is like buying a bit of jewellery. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the packaging. I mean, yeah, it's an really... investment for sure. Yeah, it is, but beautiful. Yeah. Gucci Westman's just the best name, isn't it? I, oh, I would say as well that Pat McGrath, even though British, only just come to the UK as well. Thank, yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, but an incredible brand. I'm going to talk a bit about her later when we come on to Desert Island. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, well, do have a look at Becky's piece for more great stateside beauty recommendations. Okay. It's Desert Island this time. Great. So we wrote a feature last week on the best episodes of Desert Island Discs to watch. I know we've got three fans in the room. Becky, not so oh, into I'm it. I'm a bit embarrassed about that. Sorry, so, you're, just, you're not really a podcast person, are you? I'm awful. I mean, I'm getting there. But I have to say, last week when Pascal was like, anyone got any Desert Island recommendations? I just sort of sunk in my chair. <laughs> and I was like, I'll leave it to you guys. Well, that's okay. There were enough people in the office with their own recommendations. So, Lisa, you're a fan. Can you even pick? Which were your favourites? I think I can, actually. Okay. Gene Wilder was the one that I remember the most so for those I'm sure you guys know but Gene Wilder was Willy Wonka Mm -hmm. and his is so tragic but beautiful it's the only one I've ever cried at interesting so tragic in what way so he had a lot of loss in his life it's been really very powerful but also I think he was always as an actor I mean he passed away not that long ago but as an actor he was almost you knew him as Willy Wonka and unless you kind of knew all the other stuff he did you might not know how much stuff he did Mm -hmm. so it's about his career it's so fascinating and he worked in England for a long time and you just have to listen to it it's really powerful episodes and then the other one which you guys have mentioned in the column is Henry Marsh who actually saved my husband's life oh my god (gasps) yeah so So I hadn't listened to this but then we were talking about the list and yeah. everybody was like oh my god yeah. you have to listen to this guy yeah. he's, what, he's a surgeon right so he's one of, the, yeah, one of the best brain surgeons in the world he's got a book called Do No Harm and Theo had a brain tumour <gasps> and basically any big surgeon like that can look at all the private hospitals in their area and pick and choose their cases basically okay. and he lives in Russia because he's very famous for saving people that have no money's life with things like chainsaws and like he's literally done wow. all these incredible surgeries in poverty stricken areas and he's just an incredible man and he saw Theo Theo's case and flew back over. Oh. He said, I'm coming to do wow. He didn't oh know Theo, he said, I'm coming over and he saved his life. Oh my oh gosh, my God. How long ago was it? Five years. Wow. But I have to say, right, he turned up and he looked like the doc from Back to the Future. Right? <laughs> and he had a tie with brains all over it. Oh my God. <laughs> he was like, Hello. We're like, we guess who you are. Wow. But yeah, he's, he's got an incredible story himself through his wife and his son were also very sick. And, you know, he's just an amazing man that is just gorgeous so yeah you should oh, definitely listen to that gosh, that's that's, yeah. he, he really talks about like the pressure of what he's actually doing mm. and often it takes more courage to say actually there's more risk in us operating and more courage to say actually let's not operate right. and then what how the family kind of take that news and what they go yep. through and it's just beautiful the way that he talks about it 
because obviously there's such huge emotional roller coaster that people go on mm. through. But it's really fascinating. I have to say, to. well, one thing that he told me that I'll never forget is that he said that there are more cells in your brain than the stars in the sky. Mm. Uh, whether that's yeah. true or not, but I just remember him telling me that because when he was explaining the danger of doing a brain yeah. operation, which is whatever the operation is on your brain, it's incredibly dangerous. That's how he described it. And if you hit one of the cells oh. incorrectly, you never yeah. know if that person's going to be themselves again. Mm. Yeah. But also his advice that like you were just saying the way he speaks to people you know Theo afterwards was told that he should take medication for the rest of his life and Henry said well if you were my son I would tell you not to because actually we don't know if you're epileptic or if it was because of the brain tumor or whatever and Theo hasn't and that I think was a really powerful thing because he's had like three seizures since then but I'm talking five years so the fact is he could have been on this medication for his whole life which has many side effects or he could have just gone along and was mm, done what he's done, goes, which yeah. is much better because then your life isn't taken over by medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Henry hadn't have said that, then he wouldn't have yeah, yeah, yeah. done that. So yeah, yeah, a great man, amazing man. Wow. That's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is brilliant. Another one which was my favourite and actually also made me cry is Sheryl Sandberg's. Yeah, and obviously she's really renowned for being a real high flyer at Facebook. And I don't know if anyone has read Lean In and I read it at the time which when it came out, which was her, her book about how women need to kind of be more proactive in the workplace and, and really lean into opportunities. And so that was kind of chapter one of her life and her public life. And then really tragically, her husband just dropped dead one day. This is a couple of years ago. So she wrote a second book called Plan B, which is about what happens when you you know, you think your life is going in a certain direction and then something seismic like that happens and you have to you know, alter that completely. I can't remember exactly what she said, but all I remember was that she, and I'm sure I said this on the podcast at the time, that she cries the whole way through the episode. She's so emotional. And I remember finding it so profoundly... I don't know what the word is, impressive, refreshing, comforting that somebody of her stature, and look, obviously the reason she's crying is because something so awful Mm. has happened to her. But, you know, we're so often taught that to be a successful woman, you have to behave in a certain way. And it was so, all of those words, to hear her talking Mm. about this thing that happened to her and being in such a public forum and being so open and so emotional about it, because it was really proof that you don't have to be that kind of complete hard nut Mm. to still get somewhere and be successful. And also to kind of make something out of what happened to you. Yeah, and also, to show that she's never going to get over that Mm. that will every single day it's such a huge thing that she has to go through and she kind of never disguised that fact either and that I think is also really comforting for other people to kind of I think sometimes you think you've got to be okay and you've got to get through it Mm -hmm. and you've got to put on a brave face and actually sometimes it's okay to not yeah Mm. exactly so it's it's a really good lesson just listening to it regardless of what she says I feel like we've gone quite heavy any more light hearted ones that you guys enjoy so my two favourite like ones that have really made me chuckle are Alan Carr and Jack Whitehall <laughs> yes oh my yeah. god Jack Whitehall sometimes I find him very irritating mm-hmm. yeah but I remember it was maybe a Monday morning and I was on the train in the tube and normally I'd be like oh god so boring doing this commute on a Monday and I remember laughing out loud so many times <laughs> and it was just really really amusing and in it was like The Lion King and it had Beethoven and I was like this yeah. is the beauty of Desert Island Disc you can listen to such a range of music and yeah really put spring in my step listening to that I wish you could listen to the whole song on the podcast yeah Yeah. Um, do you care about the music what do you listen to Desert Islanders for is it the interview is it to hear what no mine's the story always definitely me too they almost don't need the music the music's kind of quite subsidiary isn't it so where does the music come into it? They kind of tell their life story and they're interviewed about that, you know, from the very early stages, like their childhood right. through to like and the, the kind of chronological progression of their career. And it's peppered with 
their songs that have defined their lives. Oh, I so, see. you know, it, it, when they're talking about childhood, it might be, well, this is the song that my father and I played every yeah. morning in the car or whatever, you know. And, so and it's, it's, it's not necessarily like your favourite, it's just the ones that have got a real meaning Me to yeah. your life. Which, again, I always really like that. Like, it's such a fun, I mean, Lewis and I play it all the time on airplanes, but like, what would I do? Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard. Though. It's so, so hard. Yeah. But it's really, really interesting. And but you only get like a real snippet of the song, and sometimes you're like, oh, that's such a good one. So I'll like go onto my Spotify and like create a playlist. Yeah, they should stuff. make a playlist, actually. Yeah, that's a good idea. Really, I'm really guilty of only listening to the people that I know. So I don't listen to the random, you know, they have every, they have architects and <laughs> all different walks of life. But I only listen to the celebrities, which is really bad. I think I do a bit of both, but usually by accident, you know, when it just carries on playing the next episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, actually, who's this? It's really interesting. Do you know someone that's going on it soon that I'm so excited Go about? On. Joe Fairley. Oh my God. Oh, sure. Yes, so Joe Fairley, she wrote the Beauty Bibles, all of them, 22 books I think she's written. Wow. But she founded Green and Blacks. And also, I can't even tell you her career. You'll have to listen because it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Her career is phenomenal. She's so inspiring, but also the way that she has built this reputation in the beauty industry. I mean, Beck, she is a she's legend. an absolute beauty legend, completely. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so excited. And you know, because Pat McGrath's just done one, I think that it's really interesting because I think beauty was underrepresented in Desert Island Discs. Yeah. And now I think there's going to be a few more seeping in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even fashion, like they've had some kind of top names, yeah. but not like that many. No, yeah. yeah, I really want Anna Wintour. She's got to be coming <gasps> Imagine. Be. Surely. Yeah. Have you listened to Pat McGrath? Yes. Oh, it's so good. I knew of her, but I really yeah. didn't know, I mean, what a How big deal she is. She is. My God, she is like the one, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she, she is. Yeah. Fascinating. And also, I just think that her story of her mum having to mix colours for black skin, you yeah. know, when she was younger and all that. And I just think, oh my goodness, like to then become one of the greatest, arguably the greatest makeup artists, you know, right now. Mm. That is so amazing. And all her story about her mum was just fascinating in yeah. a way. But she's created an absolute empire. But do you know what? Her products are amazing. Yeah, and they were amazing. Really amazing. She's got a new foundation coming. Yes. I haven't Get tried it ready, yet. It's, it's, out, it's just come out, hasn't it, this yeah, weekend? Yeah, it's just what, come out this weekend. excited about it? Why, it's why just a really lovely formula. Yeah. And it's basically just allows you to create the skin she's always given celebrities. It's called so. skin fetish yeah yeah and it's super glowy um i also love hearing any of the kind of throwback to kind of golden era of partying and she talks all about her like the 80s 90s with edward ennenfell and like that kind of id crew and and like all their clubbing escapades and i love all of that as well as golden era Mm. okay well for more of our favorite desert and disc recommendations have a look at the piece we wrote they included dawn french that was another good one i like all the comedians Yeah. yeah louis Theroux, another great one Simon Cowell, Stephen Hawking, Tom Daly, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, Yoko Ono. Ricky Gervais's is really good. Is is it? Is good. I can imagine yeah. this would be good. Russell Brands, I love. Yeah. There's been some good ones over the years, haven't they? So do have a look. Bet you've got know. a lot to catch up on. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, I only say only shorter years worth. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, I've got a long train journey. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about concerts now we wrote a roundup of the best concerts to book this season they included everything for oh god my music oh, this is going to be embarrassing isn't it people I haven't heard of like Lion Babe and Pixies is that awful George Ezra and Jonas Brothers there we go I um, so I want to know first of all do you guys go to concerts do you go to yeah. music you do a lot who do you see well myself and Theo really love hip hop I've seen Jay-Z 12 times uh, 12 <laughs> times yeah. but mainly because if we're at festivals and he's playing or whatever uh, Rudimental I love 
through to Mental Live. They are so amazing. I've seen them live. They are incredible. They are so good live. I've seen Kanye quite a few times. And then we go to quite a lot of festivals as well. So quite a good way to take off a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But we've got some amazing venues in London. You know, Roundhouse is incredible. Brixton. We've got some beautiful venues that aren't that big. Yeah, going to those more intimate gigs is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Becky, what about you? (laughs) I haven't in a really long time. Actually, the last one I saw was years and years in Brixton, which was incredible. Really? Because at the time, it was before they had kind of really taken off and I think he was just putting so much energy into it it was really fun and I think that's one of the best things is seeing bands that are popular but still kind of coming into their own so they were brilliant I absolutely loved that and I also saw Ben Howard at Alexander Palace which was a certain mood I was going to say did you feel a bit depressed I I felt a little bit my friend was like I've got a spare ticket and I was just slapping me one of my friends went to that and it was with his most recent album and I'm a huge fan of his album before yeah me too and thought it was going to be more like that but it was like way more like techno yeah and, I don't know you definitely it wasn't, it wasn't have to be good. in the right mood it's quite I went to see Sam Smith at the Brixton Academy and it's a bit like you kind of just stand and bob yeah you, know, you like sway a bit I feel like if you're going you almost need a bit of a dance you want yeah otherwise you are just like yeah <laughs> get me a drink click your fingers yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lily into live music every time I go to see live music I'm like why don't I do this more mm. I really really enjoy this but I don't know what's coming out and it's it's never really a priority to me I'd much rather like go to the theatre I think mm. but I really enjoy it when I do that like, the last one I went to see was I'm going to say it wrong Hon Hone and that was a really intimate gig and that was amazing and I was like oh we need to do this more often but just don't but I really enjoy it when yeah. we do. are there any bands or artists that you stalk so that you do stay on top of like when they're coming you do like nab those tickets as soon as they come out is Jay-Z one of them well I think I've, I've overdone Jay-Z now you know? <laughs> uh, Theo does all the he picks all the music he's massively into music okay. so he's the one that books all the tickets yeah, <laughs> for yeah. that just go along yeah let's go along for I saw fun. Jay-Z actually once Did my you? whole family it was a weird family what about your first concert who was the first person Oh my god, oh. mine is going to be so embarrassing. But mine was Busted with McFly as the warmer. Dream. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that? I was probably 14. Yeah. So amazing. we're talking a good 16 years ago. Because haven't they like come together now? Did they? Yeah, they were busted, I think. But also then I saw like Katie Mellower, I think was one of my first ones. Oh, wow. And James Blunt was her warm up. And that was before he then got really big. <laughs> we always talk about this, don't we? I remember seeing Christina Aguilera and the Black Eyed Peas were her warm up act. And they sung all their songs that now are like obviously massive. Yeah. But the only one that people knew is Where Is The Love? And the rest of the time everyone's like, they're like, oh my gosh, oh, no. shut up. And they're singing all these like bangers that we all love now. At <laughs> uh, least what about you? Tenth birthday. Kylie Minogue and uh, my mum made me an outfit that was exactly what she was like worn on her album cover or whatever it was like white tassels my god fabulous yeah it was Kylie Minogue and Jason came out to sing especially for you yeah and it was at Wembley amazing and did you like understand the magnitude of Kylie then I think so I think because she was on Neighbours probably still then so you know she'd become this kind of huge pop star but was also such a huge celebrity for me I have posters of around my room like I don't know I've still got this record that's definitely in my mum's writing that says <laughs> it's a guy with no record and it's like dear Lisa uh, well done things are good this year love Santa and I was like my first record and I must have been like eight or something like that but yeah it, I just remember it being so amazing yeah really the first 
first time that I'd ever felt so much excitement for a celebrity and for music yeah. combined. It was There's amazing. nothing like that vibe at the beginning of a concert when you're yeah. waiting for somebody to yeah. come on stage. And it's yes. just oh so exciting, isn't it? I remember going to see Girls Aloud. I'm really like showing my true colours. I'm going to see <laughs> Girls Aloud again back in the day. But like when they came out, they were just like angels and they were yeah. just like yeah. they had so much energy and they were so fierce and I was like oh I just want to be them so cool and so just the dance it. routine I just love a dance routine yeah yeah you just like you forget all your worries don't you and yeah. you're just completely encapsulated in the yeah. 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 yeah Becky first concert it was All Saints oh, that's, that's a good one really yeah. yeah it was All Saints with two friends and our mums but it was really fun it was at the Brighton Centre and I always remember that as being my first concert because at the time I like knew all their songs like Black Coffee was on repeat <laughs> yeah, I loved them. And then I think straight after that it was Spice Girls. So oh, you get my dream. I never saw the girls. OG Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah. I did. That's I can't, do you know what? I can't for the life of me remember where it was, but I went with one of my best friends at the time and the hype was real. That's We've got insane. like Spice Girls chocolate bars beforehand and it was just all very exciting, <laughs> as you can imagine. But yeah, All Saints was my first and it was really good. They were brilliant. That's great. Well, I went to see Boyzone, they were my first. And then Westlife followed a couple of times shortly after. Amazing. Again, my dream colours out. I was a real boy. <laughs> band fanatic <laughs> but the one that I now wait for and god this is even sad is Billy Joel that's the one that I like keep my tabs really? on really yeah he's, I don't know why but he didn't perform in the UK for like a good decade and so then he came back with a performance at he did Wembley Stadium not Arena maybe like two years ago and it was literally just like the highlight of my life like wow. it's the best thing I saw him at Old Trafford last summer and mm. then he performed here in June oh. so but it was sadly the weekend of my wedding so I missed it but I'm like constantly refreshing his holidays he does Madison Square Gardens he's wow. like got a regular slot there so I'm waiting for a New York trip to coincide yes. because to see him there would just be yeah. amazing but yeah that's my, my one and I've got Elton tickets for next year as well. oh my god yes. that's amazing yeah, Elton's always been one I've always wanted to see that I saw him incredible. in Vegas a few years ago at it was at Caesar's Palace and it was a really intimate venue as you said there were only about 2,000 people in there which was wow. amazing yeah it was mm. the cool it was his red piano tour and he basically accompanied the whole thing by video footage and he'd like made music videos specifically for each song with different celebrities so there was one where like Justin Timberlake played a young him it was amazing it was, wow. like, was that your yes. best concert ever yeah probably because when yeah. it's a smaller venue as well ridiculous it's... yeah I was actually just thinking when you were saying that what my favourite concert was because there's just so many like that one there the way you were speaking about it that's how I knew that was your favourite yeah. because you were like you, could, you remember visceral. it yeah. you remember every single mm-hmm. thing I mean I went to see Michael Jackson 97 oh, history tour unbelievable oh, wow. but I must say so Michael Jackson Alicia Keys is incredible Rolling Stones Aerosmith Bon Jovi Stevie Wonder it's oh the God. legends Lionel I'm, Richie oh, those Stevie Wonder. Those. I forgot about that oh, that's cool sorry that's really when, bad the other day or no about three years ago much better at festival no oh. it was like Clapham way. yeah oh I forgot Prince Prince too oh, oh, oh my God you've seen some legends Lisa is the go to throwing Charlotte Lyon must be I've seen Backstreet Boys as well. That's a cool one. No, because I went to see Stevie a couple of weekends ago at British Summertime. Mm-hmm. Fest. The thing is, remember, I work at festivals a lot okay, doing makeup, yeah, so that's how I've got to see a lot of these people. Stevie three years ago was incredible. Yeah, this time I didn't. He wasn't oh, very no. good. He's quite old. He's now. quite old. He's quite old. Just wasn't hitting the. Well, and Lionel was before him, and Lionel is just oh. everything. Oh, oh. I have Stevie. to say that nothing beats seeing a legend like that I went to like the Diana concert and like a few so I've seen yeah, like Ross Stewart a few times Ross Stewart's oh, on my yeah. list like, oh, when like Ross Stewart things we are sailing like you can't beat there's nothing comparable to yeah. that, that feeling yeah. or Maggie, Maggie May, May, or May yeah. Yeah. the last Ross Stewart concert I went to I got told off for singing too loud and I was like this is not an opera <laughs> 
<laughs> it'd be interesting actually to have a list of everyone you've ever seen even yeah. if it was like yeah. at a festival yeah. with loads of people yeah, one of my true. friends has started it for all the books that she's read oh, and I was so like clever. oh that's so, so good yeah. Yeah. just have that library yeah. that you can go back to yeah. Yeah. start it oh so clever alright well if you are looking to see some more live music this summer we've got everything from big concerts to smaller gigs on this feature so do have a look at the piece I think that's just about all we've got time for this week Lisa thank you so much thank as you for joining us and if you have any feedback please do email podcast at shillux.com we love hearing from you don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends bye-bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.